This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hey everyone, Becky Jane Kemp here, and this is episode 14, The Creative Process of Becoming. Oh my goodness, this podcast preparing for this has been so much fun for me. I've realized that I really enjoy the creative process of putting a podcast out. What I've been doing is I decide just kind of by what's on my mind, what my next month's themes are, and then I commit to them. And then each week I look at it the week before and I start just seeing where my mind takes me. And there's a thing with the power of words. When you start to look for words, they actually find you. Uh, Science backs this up and it's called the reticular activating system, where when you start focusing on something, your mind is drawn to it. For example, let's say you're looking for a new car and you decide, this happened to us a few months ago. My husband decided he wanted a truck. He'd been wanting one for a while, but then when he decided that he wanted a Toyota uh, Tundra, That's all we saw. They were everywhere, right? When you start focusing on something, then you start to see it. That's how the power of words are. And that's what I want to talk about, this creative process of becoming. But first off, let me tell you who I am. I'm Becky Jane Kemp. I'm a life coach, a speaker, a podcaster, or in the works of the podcast, right? I'm learning as I go. I love meeting with groups that are wanting to become better and doing workshops and just be an influencer of good and how we can become better. There's a creative process behind becoming better. And that's what I want to talk a little bit about today. About uh, four years ago, it was when I was doing Becoming Threads full time. And we started it in October 15th was our actual date. Erin and I, my sister-in-law, who helped me with the business and we ran it together, we decided we wanted to celebrate and we wanted to have a birthday party. And as we thought about it, we decided that we wanted to do a Dream Bigger event. That's what we called it. And we wanted to empower women to the idea of dreaming bigger. And so it was going to be in October and we found a venue and we made shirts for it and we got the swag and we invited people And we were telling everyone we knew about it. And our goal was to get about 50 people at this event. And I remember I loved the idea of a Dream Bigger event because that had been my experience with the power of words. The power of words had allowed me to start dreaming bigger. First off, it allowed me to dream again and then to even dream bigger. And to me, that's kind of what the creative process of becoming is, right? It's this, the creative process might be a little different for you as it is for me, but the words we put on matter. It doesn't matter who that person is. The words we put on do matter. They generate how we feel and the feelings are how we show up to life and the actions we take or not take. And that's what creates our results. And that is for any person. It's just, you have the choice of what words you put on 
And I have the choice of what words I put on. And we can choose different things because we're different. We have different circumstances that make us different people, which is so wonderful. We don't all want to be the same, right? So we decided to do vision boards. You guys know what vision boards are. They're where you put things on a board of like future goals or who you want to be. But we decided to call ours dream boards. So these were your dream boards. And we had a lot of words and magazines and different things. It was a little bit less pictures and more words. And you would put these words on of goals and ideas and the person you wanted to become or were working on becoming. And I'll never forget, as I've been thinking about this topic, this came to my mind again of a friend that said, I don't want to sign up for the event. And I said, well, why not? And she said, because I have stopped dreaming. I don't dream anymore. And I asked her, why? Why don't you dream anymore? And she said, because I never accomplish it. I never, I never meet my goals. So I've decided to stop dreaming. Have you stopped dreaming? I want you to ask yourself that question. A lot of us, when things don't happen immediately, we can shut down. And we see everybody else around us and like they're dreaming and they're doing this and they're doing that. And we forget that we're all in this together, that each one of us has good days and bad days. And we all suffer with fears and doubts. We all suffer with things not going how we had wanted. But the creative process of becoming, of moving forward in our lives is within each of our power. And let me tell you, we all want to be dreamers. We all want to be working to become better. As humans, we are made to have desire. Desires help us to evolve to become better. My favorite quote, well, one of them, I shouldn't say it's my favorite because I have a few that I really love, but one, and I've probably shared this before, but it's by Maya Angelou, do the best you can until you know better. And when you know better, do better. Oh, I absolutely love that because it just gives me a feeling of hope. How do you want to feel? Do you want to feel dread and overwhelm and stop dreaming? Or do you want to feel hope and inspired and a desire to evolve and become better? It's such a better place to be, you guys. And we can do that as we learn to manage our thoughts. Over the next several weeks, I'm going to be sharing more in detail about the creative process that I have found for becoming. And it all has to do with words. There's actually seven power words. And this podcast is called The Word Effect because I want to awaken your mind to how powerful words are. I want you to become aware to the words that you're putting on, the words you're thinking, the words you're saying, the words you're putting into your life. I want you to start to think about them. As you begin to think about them, then I'm going to offer as we move forward seven power words that can help you with this creative process. I see the creative process as a circular motion of becoming because we're constantly in motion and we're constantly taking steps forward, but we don't have to know what our next step is until we're ready to move forward. 
The word effect and the creative process that I'm going to share will talk about processes and progress, commitments, courage, consistency, and being capable. And then we evolve and we evaluate. We learn as we grow, right? I have a mentor that says you're either growing or you're going, meaning you're either growing and becoming better or you're going and you're heading backwards. There's no plateaus for us. We want to keep our movement forward movement. So I pulled out a journal from earlier this year and I started reading back on it. And it was kind of at the time when the pandemic was starting to happen. It was the beginning of March. And it was interesting. That's right when I started Life Coach School certification. That's right when I was writing about there's a thing called the pandemic and all of a sudden the schools and the churches and everything shut down. And it was kind of like, it's so funny because now we're all a little bit more used to this idea where when I was writing and reflecting back on it, it was so new. And it was like, is the world falling apart or what's happening? But there was a, a little segment on my journal entry, March 27th, 2020, that I want, want to read to you. This is, this was what I wrote. Um, but in the context of what I was feeling that day, I wrote, God cannot tell me more than what is right before me. As I pray, I must act on good thoughts. It will become more clear as I step forward. Right? Aren't we a little more clear of how to manage our lives in the pandemic today? Because we've taken one step in front of the next, in front of the next. And God can't tell us more than what's right before us. But I'll tell you, I always want to know the whole story. I want to know everything before I decide something. But as we create and become the person we're to be, it's one step in front of the other. And God will put good thoughts in our heart and we act on them and we learn and we grow. My mother-in-law makes the most beautiful quilts and she has made quilts for as long as I know her. And she makes them for every buddy and anyone that needs a quilt. You know, if, if all the grandbabies get new quilts, if she has friends and they need something, they get a quilt. She's always making quilts to donate and to give away. She takes a lot of pride in her quilts. She looks for the right material. She thinks about it. She likes to patch them together. And a lot of times they're different squares or in, in a, a pattern. And she likes to put them together. And I've gone over to her house before and she'll say, Becky, look at this quilt. I think I've got it almost right. But I just, this fabric is not working. This piece of fabric that I have throughout just isn't working. I think I need to find something else. And, you know, a lot of times my thought is, I think it looks okay. It looks good enough. But if she's not happy with it, she wants to find those right things to make it where she feels like this is a creative thing that she's made and she is happy with. But what I've noticed with her is that she's willing to unpick things. She's willing to take out fabric or change things from how she thought. She's willing to go, oh, I thought the blue piece was going to be the third piece in the pattern. You know what? I'm going to take that out. I've sewn it in, but I'm going to take it out and I'm going to make it the sixth piece in the pattern. Maybe there's 10 squares across the front. She's willing to change. She's willing to look at things and evolve. And I think that's the creative process, right? It's that acknowledging we're working on something and then moving forward. You have the power to change your story, just like my mother-in-law has the power to create a 
beautiful quilt. You can decide what words you like and what you're doing that you like, and you can decide what you want to take out or change. You can unpick things. A thought that we put on over and over again becomes a belief. So visually think about it with me. If you were to take something out, sometimes it takes a little bit of work to unpick something. That means that something's been sewn together and you have to use a little tool to help you unpick it, to take it out. And it takes time. I've learned that it's okay to take time. The creative process should take time. You can change your story by deciding, again, what words you like and what ones you don't like. Let's think of it in terms like this. Think of a brand new baby and they get older, six months, nine months, and we start anticipating that they're going to learn to walk because that's about the age between, you know, let's say 10 months to 16 months. Most babies start walking. Babies fall down as they walk and we just encourage them to get back up and we praise them for trying, right? We praise them. Continue to try. Babies are always focused forward because if they were focused on their past, they would sit down and stop walking because their past has no evidence that they can walk. But they are forward focused. At some point, all of us were forward focused because we've all learned some of these basic things as babies. But there comes a time in our lives, and I don't know when this happens for each one of us, but there comes a time that we start to switch more to looking to our past to decide if we can accomplish things in the future. So like we have a dream, we have an idea, and then we look to our past and we go, I can't do that because I've never done it before. You know, I told you about my friend that didn't want to come to the Dream Bigger event and do a dream board because she had decided to stop dreaming because she'd never accomplished anything in the past. So anytime a new dreamer, an idea came to her, she would look to her past and then say, I already have evidence that I can't do it. We can actually create the life we want by the thoughts we put on and we can look to the future and forward future. But we also stay in the day and we just take that one step in front of another. And that's what I do as a life coach and as I speak to groups about the power of the words that we put on each day. They matter. They drive where we're focused. If we put negativity in our lives, of course we're going to be focused on the past. We're going to be focused on regret. We're going to be focused on what didn't go right. We want to put words that empower us that have us feel hopeful and potential. My youngest is Jack. I absolutely adore. He's about 10 years old right now. He came home from school the other day and he said, Mom, I know what I want to be when I grow up. I said, you do? What is it? He said, well, if I don't become an MLB player, which, okay, so number one, he wants to be an MLB player, but he decided if I don't become an MLB player, I wanted to design video games. And I said, you do? Video games? Where did that come from? I knew he liked video games, but for some reason, he felt the creative process shifting in him. And he said, I watched a video at school about these people that design video games. And I thought it was so neat. 
That's what the power of words can do in our lives, you guys. We we listen to things, we see things, we hear things, and they start to draw us in and we see ourselves and we can think, huh, would I like to do that? Do I want to try that? I hope for Jack's sake that he can continue to look forward and have a future focus because if he were to sit and think, I want to do video games and look to his past, you know what he'll say? I can't do that. I've never designed a video game. But he felt the potential and the possibility. To me, that is a direct correlation to the power of words and the creative process of becoming. So I want to share a little book with you. And I decided that I wanted to share this. And it's funny because when I had the thought to to share this book with you, I thought, I can't read a story on a podcast. And then I'm like, why can't I? And I remembered that my good friend, Rachel Curfew, who does a podcast that's anxiously engaged, which I highly recommend. She talks about kind of overcoming that anxious anxiety that many of us face. Rachel talked about one time she read a book and I just remembered, I thought, oh yeah, I can do what I choose to do. There's not a right or wrong. There's not a podcast police out there that's going to come and say, uh-oh, you didn't do that. So I decided I'm going to share this little book with you. And it's a book that my sister-in-law Erin gave me when we started our idea with Becoming Threads and to put the power of words back to work in our lives. And the book is What Do You Do With an Idea? And it's written by Kobe Yamada. And it's a beautiful book. And it's just a little picture book. So I'm going to read to you. It starts out. One day, I had an idea. Where did it come from? Why is it here? I wondered, what do you do with an idea? At first, I didn't think much of it. It seemed kind of strange and fragile. I didn't know what to do with it. So I just walked away from it. I acted like it didn't belong to me. But it followed me. I worried what others would say. What would people say about my idea? I kept it to myself. I hid it away and didn't talk about it. I tried to act like everything was the same as it was before my idea showed up. But there was something magical about my idea. I had to admit, I felt better and happier when it was around. It wanted food. It wanted to play. Actually, it wanted a lot of attention. It grew bigger and we became friends. I showed it to other people, even though I was afraid of what they would say. I was afraid if people saw it, they would laugh at it. I was afraid they would think it was silly. And many of them did. They said it was no good. They said it was too weird. They said it was a waste of time. And they said it would never become anything. And at first I believed them. I actually thought about giving up on my idea. I almost listened to them. But then I realized, what do they really know? This is my idea, I thought. No one knows it like I do. And it's okay if it's different and weird and maybe a little crazy. I decided to protect it, to care for it. I fed it good food. I worked with it. I played with it. But most of all, I gave it my attention. My idea grew and grew, and so did my love for it. I built it 
A new house, one with an open roof where it could look up at the stars, a place where it could be safe to dream. I liked being with an idea. It made me feel more alive, like I could do anything. It encouraged me to think big and then to think bigger. It shared its secrets with me. It showed me how to walk on my hands because it said, it is good to have the ability to see things differently. I couldn't imagine my life without it. Then one day, something amazing happened. My idea changed right before my very eyes. It spread its wings, took flight, and burst into the sky. I don't know how to describe it, but it went from being here to being everywhere. It went from a part of me to being a part of everything. And then I realized, what do you do with an idea? You change the world. Oh, I love this book and the illustrations are just absolutely amazing. You see this little boy that has an idea and you see how he nurtures and grows it, but a lot of fear and a lot of things come up and he doesn't even wanna tell people his idea. He doesn't wanna dream anymore. He doesn't wanna say that I'm stuck. The creative process helps us to become unstuck, helps us to move forward one step at a time. Becoming with Becky is allowing you to join me with this process of becoming our best selves and our better selves by just stepping forward. It allows us to see things differently, just like this little boy did with his idea. He learned it was okay to see things differently. It was better than okay. I invite you to start to see the world differently. And the way to do it is with the words you put on. This next month in February, we're going to be talking about the importance of putting on love. But then after that, as we get into March, I'm going to start sharing with you the seven power words that help you with the creative process. And I'm going to share different ideas with each word that you can start putting in your life. But I'm going to leave you with this. If you're ready to change your story, the power is within you. Each one of us have been put on this earth to become better. That's what the human spirit is about. And as we become better and we do better, we can help others do better. And I invite you to do that. But it starts from within. So start to become aware of the words you're putting on. Decide. Think about it. The words you put on matter. You can create the life you've always wanted by the words you put on. And I know it sounds like a far-fetched idea, but I just invite you to become open and start to ask yourself, how? How do I put on words? Keep joining me with each podcast. We'll continue to explore different words and different ideas. When you hear new ideas, then again, your brain starts to look for them. You've got the power to change your story, just like I have. Join me. What words will you put on today? Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. Please subscribe to the show, share with your friends, and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. 
The Word Effect Podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insights. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today? today?